He just sent 33 billion in militarized aid to Ukraine. Some central banks are reporting losses. We are now seeing flash crashes. Let's get into our crypto news because it is good. Pelosi can go into a war zone to check on Ukraine, but hasn't been able to take a plane ride down to our southern border all year long. Rosie Rios had issued more currency than anyone in history. Pretty sure that's why she sits on Ripple's board too. If you're a snowflake that gets offended, then you've probably already left anyway. So good luck. God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of you. Really looking forward to this session. It's going to be a super fun one. Uh, we got a lot to cover. Okay, before we get into it, I just want to say I appreciate all of you guys. I think we got 2,000 followers on Rumble now. So thank you for making it over. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe, and uh, appreciate you guys for coming on over for this party. And that's what this is. This is a all-truth exposed party. Okay, it's going to be a fun session tonight. Uh, like I said, if you're looking to get access to our Discord Head on over to my website, zachrector.com. And if you're looking to get your precious metals, I mentioned that uh, here, you can uh, get your precious metals by clicking the precious metals tab at the top of my website, okay? There is a minimum requirement. You gotta invest 5,000 minimum and you gotta have $20,000 in savings or cash. Um, and then you also can roll over your 401k IRA. So if you have a retirement account, you can roll it on over or if you just wanna buy some metals, that you can do that too. You just have to have $20,000 in savings or cash, and you gotta invest 5,000 minimum. So if you're looking to make a serious move, uh, we have that listed down below. Trusted, reputable source. Thank you very much for tuning in. Let's get straight into tonight's update. It's gonna be a fun session. All right, let's run it up, okay? Boom, boom, okay. First off, you already know we're starting with the truth. I mean, I, I know that you guys have already seen this one. One of the things you've been talking about on your show is your allegation that government officials are aiding in pedophilia, child trafficking, and the grooming of children, right? You mean like what Jeffrey Epstein did with the Clintons? So I just want to raise my glass to Alex. I appreciate him for exposing all truth, all the work that he's done over the past, you know, 10 plus years. I take, get a lot of inspiration from Alex and I'm not condoning everything he said. I'm not saying he's complete truth. I actually think he might be controlled opposition in a, in a sense. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, he's done more to expose the cabal, the truth than many people. And, um, you know, I think it's absolutely entertaining to see this play out in the United States rule of law jurisdiction, the court of the American people, where you can you know, be represented, you have your, your, your constitutional rights, the right to a free and fair trial, may all truth be exposed. Now they just dropped the hammer on Alex for calling Sandy Hook a, a hoax. Okay, so they, they got him for you know uh, millions of dollars. I think it's gonna be appealed but nonetheless, the reason why I wanted to share that with you guys is I just think it's really incredible to see how far along we've come. I just shared a little TikTok today uh, about chemtrails. And I was surprised that I was even able to post it on TikTok, to be honest. But it was the CIA director admitting to chemtrails. Now, chemtrails is just, you know, the basic conspiracy theory, right? But when you go all the way up to the tippy top uh, of that pyramid, of the cabal, of the elite evil, when you go up to the very top of it, you have the Epsteins, the Clintons, and these people who thought they could get away with crimes against humanity. These people who thought that they could steal the 2020 election, right? And what's happening here is they were able to accomplish quite a bit. And they are continuing to move forward with their agenda. And they're actually accelerating their agenda the more they get exposed. Which all power to the people. Thankfully, we, we have these tools here to expose them. We have these tools to share information at quantum speed now. We have Tesla satellites in low Earth orbit beaming down this connection and tapping in the billion people that are, are not even tapped in to the internet. Think of how crazy that is. Not only is there a lot of people amongst the world that are unbanked, literally it, it's not worth it for a bank to service these people in these th third world countries, but they don't even have the internet access either. 
So as we get truth spread on decentralized media, as we get decentralized currency, right? And then if we can just secure this voting system through blockchain technology, verifying our votes, one vote per person who uh, actually is eligible to vote, <laughs> right? This is how we this is how we solve all of our world problems. I made a TikTok last year. I said decentralized media, decentralized currency, decentralized voting, blockchain verified system, it's over. It's over. It's all power back to the people. But we're in the fight for our lives. God willing, we win. But we're seeing as as they get exposed, as the cabal loses control, they ramp up, they accelerate their agenda to wipe out humanity. One of the accomplishments that they made is they got half the population, give or take, to take that hokey pokey jibby jab, do the dance, and uh, wow, is it shocking the data that we're seeing come out in regards to that vaccine. Now, we will be talking about that later on in this Rumble session, and that's why you guys are over here is because you guys want that unfiltered, uncensored truth, and we're going to talk about the things that we're not supposed to be talking about. Why can't we talk about the truth? Why can't we talk about the vaccines? Why can't we talk about the election? Why can't we talk about actually solving problems with cryptocurrency instead of being like the rest of these crypto bros that are just trading shit amongst themselves that has no ut known utility and it doesn't solve any problems? It's just the crypto bros trying to get some other, uh, someone more stupid to buy their poop coin, to buy their NFT with no utility. Let's, let's go rapid fire through this update and then we are going to get into the Q&A session too at the end of this for Rumble. Unfiltered Q&A session is always crucial. Let's get through it here. Biden administration to announce a 1 billion weapons package for Ukraine. The single largest so far Reuters is reporting. So like I was saying here, we have a UBI check essentially going out to Ukraine every week. We're just sending money left and right. Meanwhile, what's the plan for us uh, American peasants? The U.S. plans to hire 87,000 new IRS agents over the next decade, making it one of the largest government agencies in the country. Let me take a drink and take a deep breath. Wow. Folks, they want to be able to monitor and track all of it, and they're going to. I'm not even worried about it. My advice for you is to get serious about your tax strategy. Find yourself an accountant who is going to save you money on taxes so that you can implement a plan like Trump, like Bezos, like Elon, like all these other guys, because the same tax code that they're playing by, the same rules that they're playing by are available for you. So I advise you guys, unless you want to go the sovereign citizen route, which God be with you. I love you guys who are doing the sovereign citizen route, you're going through that whole process. I haven't even researched it, but I find it entertaining and I may God be with you. Abolish the IRS, abolish the SEC, abolish most of these three letter agencies that are not part of the, the intentions of the founders when they created this country. Let's, let's, let's kill them all. But in the meantime, if you play by the rules that they laid out, the rules are for the rich. The rich wrote the rules, play by them. It's simple. So although this is crazy, it's just the start guys. This is what we expect. Now they're going bankrupt in the process and that's great. I hope our government shuts down. It would be a lot better for the American people if our government actually did shut down. 87,000 new IRS agents creating a whole goon squad to, uh, you know, infiltrate the American citizens' uh, banking transactions and what they're doing with their money. Similar to what we saw here with now we got to get groped down at the airport. How far we've gone, it's sick. Side, side rant. When I go to the airport, I think that I give off a vibe to these TSA agents that I think that they are... I, I, you know, I try to be nice because I understand they're just doing their job, but you shouldn't have a job. You guys ain't stopping nothing. You're a waste of space and you're not going to pat down my grandma. You're not going to pat down my daughter. No, you don't need to pat down my family. Take a look at us. Take a look in my eyes. I'm an American citizen flying through the sky. You, you don't need to pat us down, buddy. 
that's a whole other side note. I don't need to rant about TSA. I, you know, I've taken a few sips of the whiskey here and now I'm just trying to let it all out here. But what a waste of space and money and uh, taxpayer dollars. All of these three-letter agencies that are completely out of control. Groping grandma. And now we're going to have their, they're literally going to put their hand in the cookie jar here that you got your household savings, any trades that you're making. I went to go make a payment on my debit card over $10,000 today to buy some landscape materials and I couldn't make the transaction. And then I remembered, oh yeah, yeah, you can only spend $10,000 on your debit card. I understand I can cut a check or do the wire transfer, but why can't, it's, it's my money. Now the blockchain solves this. And what I was thinking about today is how the CBDCs are going to be rolling out and most people are going to accept it because this is going to be one of the benefits of the blockchain CBDC is I will be able to send, I'll be able to make a payment for more than 10 grand because it's going to be verified on the blockchain. They'll say, yes, it's going from my account to the account of my landscape supplier. I mean, think of that. I went to go, you know, can't spend over 10 grand of my own money. And, you know, they're doing it for security, whatever. Well, put it on blockchain and let's get this done. This is where I'm at with all of this crap, man. Is I'm just like, let's move humanity forward. It's time to adopt blockchain technology. Let's stop playing around. Verify it. I don't care. I'm not doing anything illegal. I just want you guys out of my business. Get the hell out of my business. <sighs> okay, we're going to be here for three hours if I don't stop ranting. But hey, thanks for making it on over, guys. We're going to have fun tonight. 87,000 new IRS agents. <laughs> Pentagon rejects request from the D.C. seeking National Guard assistance for migrants being bused to the city. If they can cross over the border, what are you worried about them coming to your city? If we're going to welcome them with open arms, why not let them into your neighborhoods? Oh, but they won't let that happen, will they? Pentagon rejecting the request from the D.C. mayor seeking National Guard assistance. Because Texas is saying, you want to let these folks, you want to force us to accept these folks, we're going to send them on over to you. If you want to adopt that program of letting anyone across that border, well, you vet them, you take care of them. Now, this is a whole mess. I don't think that this is the solution. Sending them to D.C., sending them to another city, to New York. The first buses have arrived in New York. Folks, we are being infiltrated from within. So this is all politics. This is all BS. I'm not cheering on Texas Governor Abbott for sending them to D Now, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Okay, yeah. The, 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 the conservative folks can sit back here. We can have a beer and laugh. Until we have food riots in our streets. Until we have mobs in our streets, until we have weapons of war in our streets in the hands of gangs, criminals, and terrorists, people that are looking to do harm and damage to the United States, which is the case. The sleeper cells are throughout this country, which is why we take our Second Amendment so serious and the ability to defend our families. We know who's out there. When I go out there, we're ready to protect ourselves. It's, zoo, it's a zoo in every major city in the United States. This is all politics. So I don't sit here and cheer Governor Abbott while I sit here, you know, thousands of miles away watching this play out. I sit back here and I pray and I say, man, we better hope that uh, we, ha we have a plan for these people. Because we've been infiltrated from within. Now, there's a lot of good people that are just trying to make it to America for the opportunity, even though the American opportunities quickly fading away. The opportunity that drew, that attracted all of these immigrants from across the world. I'm all for immigrants. I'm all for a melting pot. I'm all for it. Okay, but folks, terrorists, cartel, people that are... Looking to, looking to make moves. <laughs> who laugh at our snowflake culture. Who are ready to take advantage of our weak people. Folks, stand strong. In the meantime, Canada 
Trudeau arrives in Costa Rica by private plane and without a mask. The COVID climate change theater doesn't affect the leading actors, just the audience. Couldn't have said it better myself. You eat bugs. You don't have a car. Ride your bike, peasant. Don't have sex. Uh, don't reproduce. Oh, but if you're gay, you can have sex. Hey, we're not going to stop any of the gay parades, even though we have monkeypox circus going on. We're not going to stop any of that. Hey, you guys keep having your orgies. <laughs> but don't you dare reproduce and put a mask on your family, on your little children. Put a mask. Oh, and now it's time to jab them up too. While these guys fly around on PJs, only putting a mask on for the public appearance, jet setting to the destinations, these people are sick. These people are sick. And while they don't take that jab, while they don't take that vaccine, now please tell me that I have this, oh, did I not load it up? Okay, this is what I meant to have. I, I had this in the wrong spot. The leader of the World Health Organization who relentlessly pushed the world to be vaxxed hasn't even had his own. Now, even if you're pro-vax, which if you made it here to the Rumble, I see we have 350 people with us in the Rumble party. If, if you did that, if that's your program, okay, that's fine. But can you explain to me why they haven't taken their own sauce? They haven't taken their own secret sauce that was supposed to save the world? Please explain that to me. The leader of the World Health Organization who relentlessly pushed the world to be vaxxed hasn't even had his own. And then what do we have here? Mr. Trudeau flying around on the PJs, living like royalty, never wearing a mask in, in private. My children aren't going to be vaccinated, he says. We're not going to wear masks when we get off the PJ. Have ourselves a good time in Costa Rica while you guys lock down and eat freaking bugs. Have an everything burger, whatever the hell they're doing. <laughs> Which, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let me see if I can get this clip to play for you guys, because this is absolutely unbelievable. Gross. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time to you. be with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to ask you about your own vaccination. You got your first shot when? You know, still I feel like... I know where I belong, in a poor country called Ethiopia, in a poor continent called Africa, and yeah. wanted to wait until Africa and other countries in other regions, low-income countries, start vaccination. So I was protesting, in other words, because we're failing. I'm making a woke political statement, and since the we haven't gotten enough vaccines to the third world, all these other third world countries aren't accepting our, our inoculations, but we're going to continue pushing it on them, even though they don't want it. And I'm not going to take it, but you guys all take it. Oh, and by the way, monkeypox is another global issue, whatever global emergency deemed by the World Health Organization. These guys are, I, excuse my language, guys, please, but I, I mean, guys, these guys just really get me fired up. Please, I hope, don't listen to this episode if you got the children nearby, because this is a fucking joke. These people are fucking sick. And like I said, at the very top, it's the evil. Then down below that, we have people that have just sold out for a check. And then down below that, we have doofus moron, your liberal... Uh, libtard neighbor freaking boosted up has had covid six times in the last year well we haven't got it and if we got it we got over it in like a week okay we went through it and we're done how's your program working out acknowledge the fucking facts the people pushing this on you haven't taken it they don't wear masks in private while you put a piece of cloth cloth over yourself suffocating your dumb ass What are you doing? Insanity. Insanity. Okay, let's talk about the, wor uh, the, the world stage events here on the war front. Let's get into the war front, because this is absolutely absurd. And I am already a little riled up. Okay, 
Taiwan says 68 Chinese warplanes and 13 warships cross Strait Midline as of 17 Friday. Okay, so folks, my military sources told me back in February that Russia was, okay, Russia was moving on Ukraine. They were going to be able to take over those regions in Ukraine. And they said, we weren't going to do anything about it. We were going to be embarrassed once again on the world stage. Then they said that China was going to take Taiwan after the Olympics had concluded. Remember, the power shift world stage events is moving. The, the global elite, the changing world order, the new world order, the model country is China. So the, the, the Olympics took place in China. The, the Olympics were this gl glorious show for China, whatever. After the Olympics occurred, that's when my military sources said they were going to move on Taiwan. And they said that they were expecting that the United States was not even going to put up a fight. While Biden talks tough, while Pelosi goes over there in the most staged bullshit I've ever freaking seen. What a fucking joke. Let me take a moment because I just have such choice words to say for Nancy that are not appropriate. Not appropriate. What a freaking joke. As she flies over there just to stoke the fire, just to get this thing started. Now she leaves, and now we have China already invading Taiwan airspace. They're going to take it, folks. We are going to be embarrassed once again. The plan for the elite is to shift the power east over to China and Russia. Okay? And my, the, the military sources that I've talked to have said that uh, we are not going to be putting up a fight. We are, not, we are going to let them have it. We are, we are going to let them have it. So we'll see what happens. Russian occupation forces strike a nuclear power plant in southeast Ukraine. This could spiral into another Chernobyl disaster. Now remember, anytime we get news out of Ukraine, we have to verify it, which it's very, very tough to verify the information. If they tell us that Russia bombed a place or that Russia striked another church, they striked another supermarket with women and children inside while the freaking Nazis of Ukraine are willing to do whatever to their own people. Absolutely sick. The mafia cabal ran country that is Ukraine. Look at what they did. Even the Netflix documentary that was some bullshit uh, Netflix woke documentary. But even in that one, they show you what they're willing to do to their own people. They're willing to shoot down their own people who are fighting for freedom in the streets. The people don't even know what the hell they're, they're fighting for people. They're just good people. And then the cabal actors push in, just like with the January 6th situation. They push in the three-letter agency goons who stoke the fire, who go actually bomb the churches, go bomb the supermarkets with children and women inside. And then they blame Russia, you know? And uh, I made another post today about Putin, you know, seeing the demise of the Western financial world and saying that he is going to free his people from the shackles of the Rothschilds banking system. And I get all these people in the comments, stop watching the news. Putin's a good guy. And I'm like, I get it. These people don't, these people don't know me. They haven't made it over to the Rumble live sessions or, or seen how I speak to my Discord group where I'm just like, yes, I get it. Uh, Putin's just trying to work for his people. I'm not... Ba Mr. Bad Guy Putin, quite frankly, I don't give a shit. He's he doesn't give a shit. That's the point, is Putin doesn't give a shit what we think. He's moving regardless, and he's going to take it regardless. And I understand he's exposing the bioweapons labs. He's exposing a lot. He literally said that he's fighting against, um, what did he say? <sighs> Genetically modified troops, essentially? Like, like superhuman troops? You guys saw that, right? It's so hard to get good information out of this. But you have to take what you get from CNN. You have to take what you get from these other alternative sources. And you have to try to de decipher what's happening. What the reality is. Now, usually if CNN says that Putin bombed this, he, you know, he bombed some place. Most likely it was some, probably some Ukrainian soldiers. Uh, you know, these guys, folks. They're willing to hurt their own people for their agenda. I'm telling you. They're taking orders from a cabal mafia government. That's what Zelensky's government is. Zelensky's a puppet. It's a cabal mafia country through and through. And all I want is freedom, individual liberty, 
and peace for our world, whether that's Ukraine, Russia, Africa, South America, here in the United States, we have our own battles. These people are being influenced by Russia, Putin. They're being influenced by the European Union. I think we need to just let these people live how they want to live. I think that the territories that Russia has taken over like being under Russian control better than they do Ukraine, but I'll let them speak for themselves. But it seems like they actually wanted that. They don't want to join the EU. They want to continue speaking Russian. And everyone acts like they're an expert. I don't pretend to be an expert. I just try to, you know, we get all these accounts from what's happening on the ground from Twitter and all these alternative sources that gives us a glimpse into what's really happening. Moving over to the Middle East, we have a red alert for Israel. Islamic Jihad's leader, currently in Tehran, declares war on the Jewish state of Israel. We also have rocket barrages are being fired at Israel hours after airstrikes on several targets in the Gaza Strip take place. So Israel launched some offense, uh, well, they always call it defensive, and, and, and I don't know. It's tough to get information out of there too, but nonetheless... Israel has launched some attacks on Gaza Strip, and now we have rockets being fired at Israel. So we have a tit-for-tat going on over there in Israel, okay? This is where this situation gets dicey, is we have fronts being uh, fought in Ukraine. We have situations in the Middle East. Now we have a situation over there in China, Taiwan. Now, the United States can't fight on all these fronts. We might have a presence all across the world, but folks... Uh, and then I just saw before I got on here, I think it was shared in my Discord group that uh, now we got Kim Jong Un wants to give a hundred thousand soldiers to Russia to fight in Ukraine. So we're seeing a real shift here, and it was—it's a financial world, uh, a financial war. Now we got a military conflict brewing up, and we have multiple fronts being fought. Literally, another world war taking place. Another world war that we do not need. That uh, God willing. We could avoid, but the elite stoked the, the flames of that fire and they continue it on. So we have a financial war being fought, the military conflict taking place. And then the other thing to watch is the food and commodity war. So all these countries are saying, okay, we're going to do deals together. We actually have commodities and resources, and we're not just trying to give everyone funny money, i.e. US dollar. We're actually trying to pay people in a currency that's backed by natural resources or gold right? Or we'll pay you in gold or we'll, we'll pay in rubles, which Turkey just agreed to. So Turkey just agreed to pay Russia in rubles for their deal. So that program's working out for them. Now we're seeing them align militarily as well. Kim Jong-un, 100,000 troops for you, Mr. Putin. Full steam ahead. And I'm here to say that the United States is going to run into some problems in the financial war in that military war and in that food and commodity war front. So it's a multi-dimensional war, okay? And then we also have it, it's, it's being fought in multiple geographic regions, okay? And each country's picking a side right now. The, the elites have really split us up here, okay? Um, hopefully that situation in Ukraine with, uh, you know, another strike on a nuclear power plant, this is what I've been warning, warning about since February. Is I said, okay, Russia's going into Ukraine. We're going to be in a false flag season. As this continued on into summer, I said, okay, this continues all the way to the election cycle because we're going to have these mass shooting events taking place in America. We're going to have world state uh, false flag events taking place over there in Ukraine. And I was worried about a dirty bomb going off. Now, my mentor, Dan Pena, he says that uh, he he's been predicting that Putin's going to drop a dirty bomb on Ukraine a small tactical nuclear bomb. I'm not here to, you know, be like, okay, Putin's a good guy. Putin's a bad guy. He would never do that. Da, da, da. Whether Putin drops it or whether Ukraine does it on themselves or we have CIA actors in the country and we do it to the Ukrainian people, this is what I've been worried about. Is some sort of dirty bomb. We, we have a, a, a strike here on a nuclear power plant. This is what we've been praying to avoid. But as I said, as the cabal gets backed into a corner, they're willing to strike down regular people. From 9-11 all the way here to the events that are taking place now, 
they're willing. They will send in their operatives. Really sad what's taking place. Okay, back to the <laughs> back to the health crisis real quick. Let's take a sip of some uh, Canadian whiskey since we're going to be speaking on Canada. That this is what I wanted to talk about is while Trudeau pushes this jab on everyone, Canada's been super strict. We have this doctor William Makis now tracking 13 Canadian doctors that have recently died suddenly. Quote, vast majority of doctors will get their fourth and fifth boosters this summer and fall. Sadly, I expect many more deaths to come. So I guarantee you that these, these elites don't take the vaccine. And I just showed you the World Health Organizer, the, the head guy, hasn't taken the vaccine in protest. That, that, that's his way of protesting. And then the CEO of Pfizer hasn't been vaccinated too. <laughs> absolute joke, absolute mockery of us. What we're tracking now is, uh, in Canada, sudden deaths by doctors here that have taken their fourth and fifth boosters. And I just saw something out of Israel. Now Israel only deems about 7% of their population fully vaccinated because now you need to have your third or fourth booster, whatever one uh, Israel's on. Israel's been on the forefront of this. Uh, they're on like their fourth or fifth shot. But now they consider only five, uh, no, 7% of their population as fully vaccinated. But guys, we're watching this out play out and I'm just like, what the heck's going on, man? I get it. If you took the first vaccines, you thought you were doing the right thing. Um, you had to do it for your job, so you got forced to do it. But at this point, and you know, I think that we're starting to see that the people are realizing because Israel considers only 7% of their population vaccinated, that's because people are rejecting the booster. They're saying, wait, 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 what's going on with this program? Why are we having to get another one every three to four months, but yet we still get it, and all my unvaccinated friends haven't gotten it? Oh, or they did get it and they got over it and now they're better and fine and they haven't gotten it since. Now, God willing, I knock on wood and I praise God. I've only gotten like two of the lightest colds of my life over the last two years. Two of the lightest snivels I've ever gone through of my life over the last two years. Praise Jesus. Thank you, God. But I don't, I don't know what program's going on other than, and here's another thing I was thinking of. Show me one person who's getting, who has the monkey pox who is unvaccinated. I want to see that. Show me an unvaccinated person that has the monkey pox. And that's how they view us. They're telling you right there. They view us as mindless eaters, monkeys. And now you guys should all be afraid of the monkey pox. We got another health emergency, which just allows these governors, which just allows these mayors to continue on with their uh, abuse of their powers by being able to declare these health emergencies. These people are sick, man. Let's wrap up this session by talking about the cryptocurrency news. So uh, we have BitBoy Crypto here saying, man, did I just get the tea on what's happening in politics and crypto? I'm going to slowly start spilling uh, some of it. Here's what I will tell you for now. Crypto is in much better shape than you think. Big things are happening behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, BitBoy has his sources, right? He's the XRP Supreme Leader. He's got his sources. So uh, <laughs> we will watch uh, Ben start to give us some drops in regards to what's taking place. I, I was told by someone I know who... Uh, has been speaking with some people working in government, some people in politics. And basically they were saying that behind the scenes, they're going to be adopting this. They're going to set the path forward. They're going to divvy up the power between the CFTC and the SEC. And now we just saw the new bill that was introduced. You guys probably heard of it over the last week. It's a new bill from Loomis and the other regular folks that have been um, kind of pushing these bills, but Senator Loomis and others drafting a new bill that would deem Bitcoin and Ethereum a commodity and it would give these jurisdiction to the CFTC. And then the rest of the projects that did ICOs that raised money, 
they're going to be under the jurisdiction of the SEC. But basically, the SEC's power is going to get reined in. We're predicting that the SEC Ripple case is going to be settled up or they will lose it. Um, and then we're also looking at that library versus SEC case where we believe that uh, it's going to be a tough case for them to make library token out to be a security as well. So basically, either these cryptocurrencies are going to be commodities if they're completely decentralized currencies, or they're going to be securities if they are more centralized and um, basically they were used to raise money, raise funds for a project um, that was built by a specific team. So we're letting this play out, but nonetheless, guys, if you're feeling down during this bear market, you have no reason to feel down. No reason at all. And many of you who have been you know, heavily invested in XRP, I'm gonna finish up with two XRP news articles as well. There's definitely no reason to be bearish about XRP. This is the opportunity of a lifetime being able to acquire it here at 30 something cents again. But overall for the crypto space guys, hey, as long as you're not investing in BS, no utility, uh, you know, all these pump and dump schemes, you're gonna be fine. We're gonna get clarity. We're gonna be off to the other side. And uh, once this space is set free, we're starting to see BlackRock just partnered up with Coinbase. Trillions and trillions of dollars is coming into this space. And people focus on the BlackRock's coming in. BlackRock has like $10 trillion assets under management. That's cool. But when we look at the institutional players investing in cryptocurrency, that's just them coming in and parking chunks of these portfolios in crypto. That's cool. That's all right. That's awesome. But where this really gets exciting is where we start to see these payment flows, these networks, these SWIFTs, these, um, the clearinghouse in the United States. Uh, these payment flows moving over to distributed ledger technology is where the big wind, the big winners are going to come out of this crypto space. Just like with the tech bubble, there's not going to be a hundred different winners. There's going to be a handful that take all. There's going to be one or two that eat up most of the space. There's going to be a Amazon of the cryptocurrency space. Now, let's take a look here. I covered uh, this earlier today in a quick short, but uh, if you guys haven't heard, Thailand has confirmed a retail CBDC pilot. It doesn't use distributed ledger technology blockchain, but the pilot will include three uh, partners, two banks, and one remittance platform to be the foundational track for the CBDC pilot. But there are no signs of Ripple use, no use of XRP, but all of these banks and the payment remittance platform here are Ripple partners. So huge shout out to Wrath of Kahneman for sharing this with us. The foundational track for this CBDC pilot is not built on XRP or using Ripple's technology, but the two banks and the remittance platform that are actually the foundation of this project are Ripple partners. So in, in the video that I made earlier, I explained that what I'm expecting to happen here is that retail CBDC is going to be built on XLM, Algorand, XDC, maybe a few other blockchain. Maybe Ethereum will get one or two. I don't. That would be a very stupid idea, but we're seeing countries like El Salvador are investing in Bitcoin. <laughs> How's that program working out? How's that program with Ethereum working out? We can't even get ETH 2.0 out. Okay, but nonetheless, we're gonna see all these other platforms are gonna get some of the CBDC action, or in this case, it won't even use distributed ledger technology. But on the back end, wholesale bulk treasury flows, wholesale payments, that's where the settlement on XRP is gonna be at, and that's where the real volumes of, of settlement are at. The real payment flows, the real value being transferred daily in the trillions of dollars we're not yeah blackrock parking two trillion two two big ones <laughs> two trilly not billy with a b but trillion with a t in, into crypto assets that's cool but settling you know trillions of dollars daily is where the the, the money's going to be at so nonetheless we see uh continued launches and pilots of the cbdc platforms over the next year, I believe that we're going to see most countries having rolled out their CBDC pilot or they will have fully launched. Some countries like China are much further along. 
other countries like the United States are playing games. Graphic Kahneman here with another great post. I, I love this guy because this guy is willing to share the news without overhyping it. Now, guys like me, we tend to get a little bit too hype at times. We are guilty of that. But hey, the, it, it is our job to share this with you. It's up to you guys to invest accordingly. So Rathic Kahneman here with another great thread here. He says, there have been some intriguing events occurring with the SBI and SBI remit. Thank you for joining. I see we got 444 in the Rumble chat tonight. Thank you for helping me run it up over here on Rumble. Thank you guys. Okay. There have been some intriguing events occurring with SBI and SBI remit. Ripple investor and on-demand liquidity user, respectively. Here is a brief attempt to piece them together. Warning, I am trying to find a narrative here, not propound one. This is what I love about Wrath Economy. He's not trying to create some narrative, create some, you know, uh, some sort of partnership that's not there, some sort of adoption that's not there. He's just trying to give us the information, let us decide. So to start, first, recall that SBI Holdings is Japan's largest online brokerage and banking services company, which is massive in itself. Please understand that, how big SBI Holdings is, the largest online brokerage and banking service. This is where it goes down in Japan. And SBI Holdings CEO Yoshitaka Katao is the most bullish on XRP, one of the most biggest proponents of XRP in the world. Folks, we got them. We got them. And the Rothschilds have 8.7% control of SBI holdings. So that's where the Rothschilds connection comes in. But let's continue. SBI recently acquired Shinsei Bank, a commercial bank with a strong lending business. SBI invests in smaller banks to expand customer base. So in the middle of this recession, in the middle of all of the situation, SBI Holdings is continuing to go buy other banks. They want to go buy more customers. And this is what we love to see during a recession, during a financial crisis that we're going through. Next, remember, on July 28th, there was news that SBI VC Trade Platform, which hosts SBI's on-demand liquidity connection, was expanding to platform other organizations such as Asian Net. Okay. So this is the part of SBI Holdings that uses on-demand liquidity, excuse me, and they were expanding to platform other organizations such as Asian Net, bring them on to on-demand liquidity, which settles in XRP. On August 1st came news that SBI Remit, an on-demand liquidity user, would refer large corporate remittances through Shinsei's Go Remit using their swift connection for customers moving over 1 million Japanese yen. So if they're moving over 1 million Japanese yen, go use Shinsei's Go Remit, which does not use on-demand liquidity settling with XRP. Okay, so just to be clear, but let's continue on and check this out. Now, SBI Remit will refer corporate customers to Go Remit, but in order to explore deeper cultivation besides referrals, quote, the two companies will consider further alliances, including business management system aspects of the entire remittance business. So this is what they're doing for now, but they're going to continue to explore other alliances for business management system aspects of the entire remittance business. Let me read between the lines for you guys. Not financial advice, but let me read between the lines for you guys. They're onboarding them onto on-demand on liquidity. They, they are getting ready to move to a better, more efficient, more scalable technology. After they onboard them here, they're going to be using GoRemit for now, but they're exploring deeper cultivation, further alliances that include business management systems, of the entire remittance business. And when we listen to the CEO, Yoshitaka Kitao, explain how great XRP is, when we see the continued adoption and the, the, the payment flows, the remittance corridors, where SBI is opening up all these other corridors, they're onboarding other organizations to on-demand liquidity. Not 
some SBI RippleNet solution that doesn't use XRP. In this instance, they're referring them to go remit for now for flows over $1 million. But check this out. This Raph Economist summarizes this perfectly. So we're left with two interesting but not necessarily related issues. SBI acquires Shinzei and has SBI remit refer corporate FX through Go, uh, Go Remit. Meanwhile, SBI VC Trade, which SBI remit uses for on-demand liquidity, will platform other companies for on-demand liquidity as well. Connected? Question mark. He says too early to say definitively, though they intend further integration into the future. You could interpret it into a couple of ways. SBI needs more FX than ODL can handle right now. So on-demand liquidity doesn't have enough liquidity. So they need to go use uh, SBI Remit, which is a swift solution. Or SBI is preparing to further integrate on-demand liquidity in their remittance offerings. And both could be true. Absolutely. I love how he says this. He doesn't say that this is for sure that they're going to be using on-demand liquidity XRP. And I'm not here to say that either. But I'm here to say that I'm investing like they're about to. And maybe I'll be wrong. And maybe XRP is not going to go to four and five digits. But we're going to go to a much higher price. Regardless. Because the adoption is there. The utility is there. We can interpret this one, uh, two different ways. SBI needs more FX than on-demand liquidity can handle right now, which makes sense. On-demand liquidity can only provide so much liquidity for now. You don't think that they're ready to flip a switch? You, you don't think that that flip the switch meme has a little meaning to it? A little something might be there? Folks, they're just onboarding. They're doing the deals all behind the scenes. The CBDC pilots aren't built on XRP, and it doesn't matter that they're built on XRP. All that matters is the interoperability and that the banks and the financial institutions are going to be settling on the back end with XRP. We want the big flows of value. So, nonetheless, <laughs> I'm investing as if uh, they're going to be onboarding um, they're going to be onboarding these customers for on-demand liquidity on the back end. But hey, we'll see how it plays out. Nonetheless, I want you guys to continue doing your research into other cryptocurrencies. For me, when I when I talk about here in the cryptocurrency space, it's hard for me to cover other, other blockchains. You know, there's a few others that get us a little bit excited and we share that news when it does come out. But uh, for me, the focus has been right here. The focus has been on trillion dollar solutions right here, you know. I don't know why I cannot see you guys' chat right now, but I want to cover this. So Ben just put out this thread. He's starting to drop a little bit of the, the truth that's happening in crypto politics right now. Here we go. A little thread by Ben, BitBoy Crypto here. A crypto regulation legislation thread. I spoke with someone today deep in politics with contacts everywhere. Here is a thread with what I think are the biggest takeaways from my conversation. The Senator Loomis bill is a high priority right now, as we now have an additional bill by the Senate to declare Bitcoin and Ethereum a commodity. It's important to note that the Responsible Financial Innovation Act is way more important in the battle between the CFTC and the SEC government. Why, you ask? Stablecoin regulation. This is the most important aspect of this bill. Obviously, the UST fiasco has led to much concern over stablecoins. Nothing is really going to get done in the crypto regulation until stablecoin regulation is solved. Number one priority for government right now. That makes sense because stablecoins are the biggest threat to the US dollar. That totally makes sense. This is where things get very interesting. The next step, and no one is talking about this, is the creation of a US crypto governing body like SEC or CFTC. But just for crypto, that would be interesting. Now, I've been wondering if they were going to do that. Because it's such a new technology, I, and because the government loves to expand themselves and they would love to create more government jobs and more government bureaucracy, I could totally see them uh, doing this, right? Uh, but he says, this is where things get very interesting. The next step, and no one is talking about this, is the creation of a US crypto governing body like the SEC or the CFTC, but for digital assets or cryptocurrencies. Ben says, I've been begging for this ever since I started my channel back at blah, 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 whatever. It's only, it's the only thing that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, 
And I know what you are thinking. It will just be another corrupt government organization. While all, while all government agencies will have bad players, anything is better than the SEC. This person confirmed the SEC is seen as corrupt even by the politicians. More on this in a bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. The CFTC, led by Caroline D. Pham, is seen by the politicians as a much more structured agency with much less corruption. I was told Caroline is a rock star and has put boots on the ground to actually understand crypto, blockchain, etc. CFTC is seen as the leader in crypto due to groundwork laid by Giancarlo. So Christopher Giancarlo, the crypto dad, right? We love him. He's been pretty good for the space and for speaking out on a proponent of cryptocurrency. He used to head the CFTC. He laid the groundwork. Now we have this. CFTC is in a great position to regulate established cryptos as commodities. Not sure how new agencies will work with them, but they are favored over the SEC. The XRP army will love this. Gary Gensler has in fact fallen out of favor. I've been predicting he's gone by end of January. The person I spoke with agreed this is a realistic timeline. So basically saying that Gary's on the way out. They, 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 they know that Gary is Goldman Gary. And they know that they've been completely exposed. Now, let me interject here. They wouldn't care if Gary hadn't been exposed, if the Ethereum Free Pass hadn't been exposed, if the XRP army hadn't worked so well to expose the SEC, if the, uh, I'm going to include this, if the Wall Street Bets, GameStop, AMC guys hadn't exposed the, the, the Wall Street thing going on so well, if we hadn't applied so much pressure, they would be fine with Gary. The only reason, see, as soon as you get exposed, then they sacrifice you. Then they say, okay, Gary's off to the side for now, right? But in the meantime, they were totally ready to have good guy Gary in there, okay? But apparently, it looks like good guy Gary is on the way out. Ben says, if this doesn't happen, it's likely just due to not wanting to rock the boat around midterms. XRP Army would also like to know, Senators Congress are aware of the William Hinman situation, and they all know it's corrupt. Exactly what I just interjected. Ethereum got a pass thanks to him in getting bribed. They don't like being exposed for bribes. They all like taking the money, but they don't like being exposed for that. Senate Congress also aware of the corruption surrounding SEC in general. These are real issues getting brought up. John Dean uncovering of multiple conflict of interest compliance issues by Gary Gensler is making a difference and politicians are listening. Some of the good people in politics leading the charge are Senator Loomis, Gillibrand, and Tom Emmer. These people actually do care and want crypto done right. You should support these people and watch them closely. There is some concern over Bitcoin Maxi's having ear of Loomis, but overall, she seems to be able to make independent decisions based on her own info. I do know the bill was given input by one of the biggest founders in the space who is seen as a good guy. I will add. If they give Bitcoin that commodities designation, it's very hard for them not to give XRP the commodities designation as well. So I don't care. If they want to declare that Bitcoin's a decentralized commodity, I don't care. That means the XRP is too. You want to play that card? Okay, fine. Great. Let's go. That means XRP is a commodity too. If you're going to declare Ethereum a commodity, then XRP most definitely is a decentralized commodity. <clears throat> so have at it okay exactly who you want working with politicians uh exactly who you want working with politicians on this so not only are maxis in her ear the call helped me make my mind up on senator loomis overall she's good also wasn't sure about gillibrand i mean she's from new york but glowing reviews of her she's doing positive things for the right reasons we didn't discuss the Digital Commodities Consumer Protection Act of 2022 by the Agricultural Committee in the Senate. This bill declares Bitcoin and Ethereum commodities and under CFTC purview. It is interesting. This is more evidence Senate is turning on the SEC and Dirty Gary. So this is because the SEC is uh, favored to the, the right side. See, see the, the conservatives, the Republicans, and I'm not left-right paradigm. You guys know that. But the conservatives are more likely more of them are willing to call out the SEC and good guy Gary and the corruption that's taking place. That's just facts. 
when we look at who has called out the SEC, who has called out this corruption, who is fighting for us, it is the conser- it is the Republican Party by far. By far, you know. But but that's just the deal. A lot of these guys have still sold us out. I'm not saying let's go full Republican. I'm just saying it's facts. Um, but the Senate proposed this through the Agricultural Committee, okay? And this bill declares Bitcoin and Ethereum commodities and under the CFTC purview, which is, okay, good to see. The SEC, uh, sorry, the Senate is turning against SEC and Dirty Gary. As many of you know, I'm the sponsor author of SJR16, a.k.a. the Financial Education and Inclusion Act of 2022 on the state level of California. I was told the bill looks good, but may face some challenges due to the most left fringe of politics. Exactly. So even BitBoy's saying it. BitBoy's been activated over the past few months. I think that Bitcoin, uh, BitBoy has actually been activated recently, and he's actually sharing some good stuff. He's actually calling it and saying it like it is. I know many people don't have a favorable opinion of BitBoy, but I think that he's been activated and he's, you know, I, I think that he's a good guy. You know, I, I think that he wants to expose this as well because I think that he's just an American. He's just an American guy that wants a free market capitalist to be able to improve humanity. That's what this is all about for, 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 for Ben. It looks like he's actually sponsored a bill in California, but like he says, he's got the loony left over there working against him. He says, centrist moderate Democrats are coming around on crypto. Our bill lines up with both parties for different reasons. Obviously, capitalist free market ideals of Republicans and solving financial disparity between the elite and the lower class. Our bill removes the need to have an education or a million dollars in the bank to become an accredited investor. That would be great. I'd love to see that. There's no reason that a government needs to tell you what you can invest in. For your protection, these guys that have been completely exposed for the corruption, they're the ones that are going to protect us? It's an absolute joke. Um, So that's great. Passing a free exam given by the state will be the only thing an investor will need to invest in IPOs or ICOs. Finally, Normally, normal people would be able to invest using the same vehicles the elite use. This is what crypto is all about. Fairness and trustless systems. Please help support our bill uh, as after we get it passed in California, we will be moving on to more states. Real change takes time. And this will take 10 years to get enough support to make this federal law. This wasn't about me pumping our bill, though. The point is to get back to the far left Democrats. We need a champion from that side of the aisle to lead the charge. Until a far left Democrat steps up and shows other politicians that crypto is good for the demos, it remains like a middle school dance. There may be a, some leftists willing to dance, but one person has stepped up and danced first, then others will join. That's a great analogy, right? It's like, it's like that dance. We need people to hit the dance floor. No one yet has been willing to make the first move. They are afraid to be sacrificial lamb. Maybe AOC. He, t- he tags AOC, which has been so effective in tagging all these people. We just continue to tag these people and call them out. And this is why I love the internet. Hey, uh, what is AOC? She's, she's in Congress, right? She's in the House of Representatives. AOC, show up. You want to be so active. You want to get all this shit done. Show up and have the conversation. Let's get something done. I love that we're able to call these guys out. Maybe AOC step up and do the right thing. You are handcuffing people unfairly. The same people that are all about financial inclusion, helping the less fortunate, reaching out and helping all these minorities. This is what the third world needs. I've been saying this since the very beginning. This is why I love Ripple. They say they want to service all 7 billion people. I want the third world to have internet and cryptocurrency. And let's set them free. And let's stop the Clinton and, uh, the Clinton criminal cabal from investing over there where they just want to rape and pillage these people. That's a whole other issue. Sorry for ranting. I've had too much of the secret serum and now I'm just letting it fly. 
Ben says, last items, insider trading regulation for politicians will be coming as soon as Speaker Pelosi steps down as Speaker of the House. They all know what she's been doing. Hopefully this will be uh, after the midterms. I was able to confirm even Democrats hate Brad Sherman. Literally everyone. Yeah, Brad Sherman, you know, what's there to like about that guy, right? Someone said, I I hope these aren't the same contacts that told you the SEC versus Ripple case would be over like a year ago. Ben responds and says, it's not. So I like Ben. I feel like he's been activated lately. He's been actually dropping more truth. And I like to see that, you know, that's that's good. He's been a good proponent for the space here. He's speaking out now. Is he the XRP Supreme Leader? I don't care who the XRP Supreme Leader is. Let's just, I like this talk. Speak out, call them out, tag these politicians, demand investigations, demand exposure of the corruption that took place. Let's make it right and let's move forward. This is what we need from Ben, from others, from the politicians, you know? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.